You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, I'm really excited to be talking with you today about this subject. We're going to talk about your zone of genius. It's all about a unique talent that you have and how, when it's applied to your coaching niche and you allow yourself to shine, doors open to you. A guy named Gay Hendricks coined that term in his book, The Big Leap. Maybe you've heard of it. I had not heard of his book, but I had heard of the concept. He made a big splash at the time that he wrote it, and the concept has stood the test of time. So he defined four zones, the zone of incompetence, the zone of competence, the zone of excellence, and the zone of genius. Now, most of us operate day-to-day in those other three zones. And, you know, if you run up against your incompetence, you tend to avoid those tasks and experiences. And if you find a day-to-day competence in most things, it's okay. It's, It's acceptable to hang out there, but it's not stellar. But there are a few areas in your life where you rise to excellence. If you're in your zone of excellence, you're performing better than most people around that particular area. And it feels good. It's easier than other areas of your life for you. Now, for me, that zone of excellence is stuff like writing and copy editing. And I also really love to take a really complex subject and break it down into simple, understandable steps. These are things I truly enjoy, and I'm better at most at those things, but still, it's not totally effortless for me. But see, your zone of genius is more like an effortless thing. You are literally at your best. It's where your natural and innate abilities, the ones that intersect with things you're passionate about, they literally shine and glow. You get a shining light in your eyes. People can see it in your smile. They can hear it in your voice. It's a state of being where inspiration flows to you and through you and from you, and and you feel deeply engaged and energized. Is this sounding familiar to you? Other people may feel it even though they may not know what it is or how to articulate it, but that inspiration that you have flows to them too, and it awakens something in them. So you can see how your zone of genius could supercharge your coaching abilities. Now, I'm guessing if I asked a lot of coaches what their zone of genius is, they might be tempted to say, well, Rhonda, it's coaching, of course. But that's not it. That's most likely a zone of excellence. No doubt you are an outstanding coach. I believe that. But the way I understand it, Your zone of genius is something singular. It's unique to you and not simply something you do better than most people. It's something you do wholly different than anyone. As wonderful as it is, the problem with this whole zone of genius concept is that it's not easy to look objectively at yourself and immediately perceive what it is. You really need someone else who knows how to look for it, to recognize it within you. 
And if that hasn't happened yet, you may think that you're not enough, or that there isn't anything special about you, or that you don't have any unique gifts to bring to the table. But you know in your heart that's not at all true. Something is in there gestating in you. And there's some things that can awaken it for you. A part of my zone of genius is actually hearing other people's zone of genius. One of my clients said a few years ago that I have a superpower for helping coaches niche. And I loved that and I own that. And I don't know if I would have realized that I had that thing going for me if I hadn't been working with coaches to help them choose a smart niche, though. Although, now that I think of it, in all my jobs, coworkers have gravitated to me. They would tell me the things that they really wished would happen. They would tell me their dreams and share the things that they wanted in life. And sometimes it was pretty difficult to get my work done. But it's also a real gift, your zone of genius. So whatever it is, when you do discover it, my hope is that you'll be really inspired by it and that you won't let it stop you from taking action and getting it out there into the world. When I work with coaches, I ask a lot of different sorts of questions to help them discover their coaching niche. And there's an array of information within them that gives us clues. And when they start talking about peak conversations they've had with people, friends, family, clients, Sometimes there's something within them that kicks into a more effortless gear. It's like there's this vibrational shift, and I actually feel it in my body. And their words float up into the air like a hologram. I know that they've hit their genius zone. When their voice gets more resonant, when their words flow from them, in a way that seems more attuned to their heart instead of their head. They might go off in a jag and time stops. And there's just this sense of something amazing just happened. And it's a clear display of their innate talent and passion. Huge clues to their ideal niche. That zone of genius does become a beacon for the rest of our discovery work together. Some people have their zone of genius bottled up tightly within them. And I was a good example of that. I really didn't learn about the areas where I truly shine until my 40s. And I had been looking for it long before that. And kind of beating my head against the wall, you know, because it was, you know, what's my purpose? What's my passion? The truth is, it took me that long to truly believe in myself. And I think that it is a developmental point. Not everyone at every stage of their life will be showing their zone of genius, allowing it out, if you will. Have you ever felt afraid to let yourself fully out? Like you might just careen off the edge of the earth or something or or that people won't accept you or that your life will change in ways that you're really not ready for or maybe people will 
get lost to you somehow. If you become successful in this way that is sort of, you know, out of the blue, it's kind of like a, a tight bud that just needs some recognition to unfurl. And that makes sense to me because I think that um, when you become a coach, you step onto a strong path of inner transformation yourself. And if you decide to become an entrepreneur, you've asked yourself to become a leader all on your own volition. So that bud does start to quake and and open a little bit. And then it just needs recognition. So I'm wondering, as I talk about this, are you having any inklings about your zone of genius? Or are you wondering if you might be keeping it bottled up inside you somehow? Gay Hendrickson's book talks a lot about self-sabotage as it relates to the zone of genius. For example, it's totally natural when a coach suddenly gets the reflection of their genius and fear and that imposter syndrome feeling pops up. It is true that success changes things, and it's part of it to look for the day-to-day balance that can keep you grounded. So that's why it helps to have someone help you navigate that time of letting yourself out into the world. But I really hope this episode has given you hope and maybe even some clarity or even better, curiosity. Curiosity is a great sign. Go with that. On my next episode, I'm going to be sharing another on-air coaching session with you with a woman who really wanted to nail her target audience. So I look forward to seeing you then. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.